Feel the rhythm. Feel the... I don't know. <laughs> just, just feel it, man. Just, just feel it. Feel it in my soul. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Layer Party Podcast. I'm Blake Gorgon's joined by my uh, good friend and the power bomb, Nick Legit. Hello, everybody. Glad to be back. And I'm hoping you all got to hear his uh, very beautiful high pitch singing. Yes, yes. That, that is going in the intro because we all know I'm going up for a Grammy this year. Yes, of course. No competition. No competition. not for Logan. You, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's just all it is. It's basically between me and Taylor Swift. And as great as her album is, I mean, I'm not talking about past relationships in every song. <laughs> <laughs> granted do i listen to that album almost every day you bet your ass i do but like <laughs> it's an inspiration man inspiration man gotta gotta have something while i write or while i'm doing something or editing or I, yeah yeah <laughs> something along it, those lines it's been a while since you've been on the land party podcast because I'm, yeah we we had a bet going on last night about this. We're like, it's been five weeks. It has been, it five, been five weeks. It's been five weeks without you, Nick. Jeez. We needed you. We love you around here, <laughs> dude. And then and then as soon as you, as soon as you replied, you were going to go. Austin's like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, it's gonna the streak's gonna end. <laughs> Oh man, we had to do it. Call this me the Brock Lesnar because I ended that streak. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired at the wrestling community. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> we might have to talk a little wrestling since you and me today. Uh, but if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Land Party Podcast. Each and every week we get around, we talk about whatever the fuck we want to because that's what this show is. We don't have Austin here. I can say fuck. It's a good day. I know. It's just a great day. Uh, here in about four hours, the kickoff to the NFL season begins with your boys, with the reigning, defending, undisputed world heavyweight Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, I'm a little bit excited, and I'm a Bears fan too. Bit. So. Just a little bit, and uh, okay. Now nothing beats though driving around Kansas City. You know we're we're known as the city of fountains, right? Mm-hmm. All the fountains have been dyed red. You know, hopefully nobody goes there and not notices like, oh, that's uh, red fountain. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's not it's not red water. What? It's it's the blood of all the Corona victims. <laughs> I should make that joke. I really should. <laughs> Um, dude, I gotta ask you, like, it's been, like, 68s here in Oklahoma. Is it the same there in Missouri, or is it still dude, kind of... It is a quiet, and it, we, it was literally snowing about an hour ago. What? Yeah, it was snowing. We had, we had, it, it was raining, and then you could see snowflakes in it, um, because we've been bouncing around. So it went from 90 on Monday... Tuesday was 57, 58, somewhere in there today. And yesterday, it's been like just a chill 51, 52. It's been amazing. But then at night, it's dipping into like the 40s, low 40s. That does feel nice at nighttime, though. Feels amazing. Like, I have been in white girl heaven because literally, I opened my porch on Tuesday morning um, and I'm like, oh, it's cold outside. Pumpkin spice! (laughs) 
I just need it all. I need it all. Give me pumpkin bread, pumpkin spice lattes. I just, I need it. It's finally time, man. It's coming out. It's coming back. It's We're finally hard. getting into the cool Engage weather. Engage Han Solo mode. That's where you wear the white shirt with the black vest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's the thing that's been crazy, though. Like you said, Monday for here was in the 90s. And then literally the next day, it was like, oh, the highs are going to be 67. Uh, what? That's a dramatic change for it one day. 90, and it was it was a painful 92 because, like, the humidity was just awful. And, uh, yeah, and then, too. And then, like, I was leaving work Monday night. Um because of course, you know, when you work retail, you have to work Labor Day. It's it's not optional. Mm. Um, when I was leaving work Monday night, I was like, "There's a tinge of a breeze there that feels cold." And yeah, by the time I woke up Tuesday morning, I was like, "Oh frick, I don't know where this came from." But like, thank you, God. Did I sleep in a week or something? What's going on? Is it winter? Yeah, winter is coming. I never saw Game of Thrones, but I know that catchphrase. Was this the part of 2020 where we're like, we all went into a coma for a week and we came back and we're like, oh, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> the weather's just changed. <laughs> Dude, that's been the crazy thing is that, like, it's already September. Like, this year, it's been, like, painful and, like, like all the crazy stuff that's happened, but it seems like it's going quick. Yeah, I mean, remember when March was, like, the longest month of our lives? And yeah. And, like, the summer kind of flew by. And that's shocking with how little there was for us to do. I mean, I I spent more time swimming and, and being active this summer than I've been in a while. Um, but, like, I, I, there just wasn't a lot to do this summer just because, you know, with quarantining and COVID and all that stuff. I mean... I guess work has been nuts, and that that's probably what's helped me, you know, kind of get through this, and or or kind of make summer feel like it's just been quick. Yeah, but it's been weird. Yeah. Best way I could say how this has been, it's like we've been running a marathon for like this whole time, and that's why we just feel so exhausted. But it's just going by so fast. But every single thing with all like you know, I mean, what was the start of this year? Like Australia was on fire. Um, God, yeah, like that, first, that, see, that feels like a lifetime ago, though. It does. Like, the first of this month, like, I know three different things were, like, one was, like, you know, the rumored World War Three is about to begin, which, of yeah. course, we all knew it wasn't, but everybody was freaking out about that. Then Australia went ablaze, and then I know there was something else that happened, but I just, for life of me, I can't remember, because this COVID thing is just overshadowed everything. Something with Russia. Like, didn't, wasn't Russia doing something weird? Sure. We'll, we'll go ahead and say that. It probably was. Well, I, I was thinking back to this uh, today. So, you know, of course, it, it is Thursday when we're recording this episode, people. And, of course, Chiefs kick off tonight. But I was thinking about the last time I watched football. I was with a group of friends, and we were watching the Super Bowl. I, I was at a big Super Bowl party. And, and photos keep coming up on my timeline of uh, being at the Chiefs pep rally that Friday for the Super Bowl and, and the, and the tech nine party that we had and, and, and just all the awesomeness. I'm like, that doesn't feel like that long ago, but at the same time, it kind of does. Like, it feels like that was like a year, year and a half. It it hit me the other day that I've, I've only been living in Kansas city for six months. 
but it feels like I've been living down here for like two or three years. Yeah. It does. Actually. Yeah. This whole thing is weird. Like everything that's been going on. That's why like I'm kind of glad we're getting to the cool weather. That way, like wearing a mask isn't as annoying because there's a nice cool breeze now. So it's a lot easier to breathe in this thing. So Hopefully, everybody, you'll start to wear a mask more, and it'll be comfortable. Or hell, if anything else, wear a scarf and just wrap it around your mouth. See, there, yeah, and just make sure you don't choke your friend who's being really annoying with it. Um, the, yeah. the, one, the one thing that masks have solved for this winter, and it's a problem we I don't think we realize that we have, but we do. You know what's the kind of the weird, mo- mo- most annoying thing to get? Like, like the, when it gets cold, it just annoys you. Your nose. So, like, if you mm-hmm. cover the tip down, like, oh, dude, it could be like a a, a, a nose warmer. And I'm totally in for this. Exactly. Problem solved. There we go. One world problem solved. <laughs> so you wear a mask, keep your nose nice and toasty, you know. That way you can smell all that pumpkin spice. And soon we'll be talking about chocolate. Uh, Christmas and or you'll be able to smell the new PS5 in all of its glory. <laughs> nice. The PS5 smell. That was the one thing I wanted to talk to you about actually. Um we saw the uh Xbox Series S yeah. and Xbox Series X. Which one are you like out of those two, which one are you kind of going for? I'm because getting the Series S. I, I'm getting the Series S. I'm I'm, I'm going to put my pre-order down. Um, and into the Boss Rush team. This does not mean I'm abandoning PlayStation in any way, shape, or form. Game Pass is too good of a thing to not buy. And to not gamers. have. We need to have multiple lives, and sometimes that needs multiple systems. And too many of you lame asses don't have PlayStations over there, Boss Rush. So like, if I ever want to game with y'all, I gotta freaking have an Xbox. So. <laughs> <laughs> If I want to kick Corey's ass, you know, like, I know Corey has a PS5 or PS4, but I still just got to give him a shot. So. He's got a PS5. We got to kick his ass and take it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's just rob him. No, yeah, he's, he's got a PS4. Yeah, yeah that's uh, the thing. Like, I, both of them seem good, but it's just like the fact one is like, what, 200 bucks cheaper, so you don't have to, and it's a lot smaller, so it's not like a giant mini fridge that you have to put on a shelf gaming yeah it's just it's smaller it's condensed but the, but like the specs on it are like why would i pay the more for the x like mm-hmm. i'm really lost at that um and, and maybe someday i'll get on arsenal x and they'll tell me hey this is why you should totally buy it but uh, you know for a for a gamer who plays on all three consoles on a fairly regular basis like i'd rather have <clears throat> sorry mm. I'd rather have the S and then when, like, because I know I'm going to get the PS5. <coughs> and I know I'm going to probably get the PS5 Pro whenever it comes out. So, like, having the PlayStation be my main console, but then playing, like, I, I think Destiny is better to play on Xbox than it is uh, PlayStation. And I think that um, like having the Master Chief Collection and, and, and Sunset Overdrive and the original Titanfall and games like that are, are great reasons for me to continue to play Xbox. Oh, yeah. I hardly agree with that. I mean, I'm like you. I'm going to get both. I'm going to have the Xbox Series and the PS5. I'm probably going to get the Xbox Series first just because, yeah, more of the games that I'm wanting to play are going to be coming out on that first. But, yeah, I'm definitely 
probably going to get the Series S. And everybody's like, but it's only like a 500 gigabyte hard drive. I'm like, so I'll just go get an external hard drive for it with like two terabytes on it. How often do I actually hit that limit? I mean, yeah. and then that's the thing I keep coming back to is like for the PS5, sure, I completely understand why I would because especially if I get the all digital version, like having an external is pretty much going to be my thing. Um, because depending on the time, depending on the time of the year, at most there's probably only two or three major games I'm playing on each console, and so I don't think I'm going to hit that 500 gig limit very often where i oh i can't delete something off because i'm playing all four of these games like i don't think it's ever going to be that way for me no unless like every game is like a 200 gigabyte download no i'm not worried about that whatsoever not worried about it at all uh, a little bit of housekeeping for you people let's uh let's take a look at the weekend we just had we talked about party chat we, we had party chat we talked about ubisoft forward talked a little bit about scott pilgrim coming back and um I, I'm going to give myself a point on our summer of gaming predictions when I was talking about how I thought a summer version of Steep was coming out. Mm-hmm. It's not called Steep, but it's pretty much damn steep. <laughs> and it's a summer edition. I mean, you have biking. It has it has some snow crossover stuff, too. So I'm going to give myself credit. And uh, on Party Shot, we also, I should have all the full scores of who won the predictions. I kind of already know, I think. It wasn't me. <laughs> you you did better than, than than you probably think. You did better oh. than you think. We'll I will see. tell you this. Nobody on this show got... Well, actually, no, I don't know that. Cause he had some weird ones, so I, I got to double-check Austin's just to be safe. Um, and then on Friday... Sorry, I can't think. <laughs> Friday, we had a new episode of Trash Talk. It was week one of the NFL. Did we get any of our predictions right? Uh, we are actually keeping score this year. So let's see if uh, if, if I'm winning or Austin got the better. I mean, I know Monday night's going to decide. I think we disagreed on one of the Monday night games. Yeah, we disagreed on one of the Monday night games. Um, this week, it is a uh, spoiler cast. And we're bringing back Kale for Scooby. It's going to be awesome. We're going to want to check it out. It's coming up this Saturday. Uh, and tomorrow night is a brand new episode of Crossroads, ladies and gentlemen, the PlayStation voice of Boss Rush Games. Check it out. Live on twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Games. Live. Me, Nelly, LaRon, Corey's probably going to work his way in there. We might have Ed. Who knows? It's going to be a packed show. And if you've watched the last two weeks, you know that we've, we've, we've been getting off the rails on that show, and it's been kind of great. <laughs> uh, I know we're going to be talking a little bit more about the Avengers. Corey and I both played significant amounts of the Avengers, and uh, I'm pretty stoked where where I'm at right now in the story. I'm going to play some more tonight, but I played today, and I, I might have unlocked the Son of Odin, and he had a pretty badass entrance. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I remember we played the beta, and the beta was fun. Like, how is the actual game itself? Is it worth the money to buy it? Oh, it's absolutely worth it. Yeah. So it's buggy as hell, but the actual campaign and, and the gameplay is, is is just nothing but fun. It, it is a pretty good fan service to Marvel fans. Um, there's some things that they've carried over from like Spider-Man where like Spider-Man, you had that takedown option with by pressing circle and triangle. They brought that over and I thought that was really cool. 
they have all these customized suits that you can do. Um, I am so freaking close to unlocking. Uh, do you remember in Endgame when uh, Pepper has her suit? That blue yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So close to unlocking that in, uh, in Avengers. And it is such a sick look. I need like 50 more. Something. I, 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 I need to get some more particles. Um, and Kamala Khan is making a run at Aloy for being my favorite female lead in a game. Uh, really? I was just shocked because I thought she kind of was annoying in the beta, yeah. but we didn't see her story. And when you see her story and you see who she is and how big of a fan she is of the Avengers, it's like, I, I, I tried to put myself in, in Kamala's shoes because I'm like, okay, if I'm at A-Day, right? And oh my God, I just met Thor. What the fuck? I'd be freaking out, right? And then to get bullied right in front of Captain America's shield and then for Cap to pop up right behind me and say, that was pretty brave, kid. Now, granted, both those moments happened within like three minutes of each other at the very beginning of the game. But there's so many little things of her just being a fangirl and being this awesomely relatable character that it's like, she cares deeply about people. She cares not just about the Avengers and, and what they're doing, but also the Inhumans. And this is the game that did something the movies could never, that ha- the movies haven't been able to do. They found a way to put the Inhumans with the Avengers in a way that makes sense. And in a way that doesn't get messy. It's they're fighting alongside each other. They're, you know, they're doing big things together. And I, I just, I freaking love this game. I, if it didn't have as many bugs, it's probably my game of the year. Um, I'm still saying Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the year right now, but like, this is a close pretty damn good. Yeah, and 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 I know full full effect. Last of Us Part Two is probably winning game of the year, and it's a great game. Don't get me wrong, but like, the the thing that Avengers has greatly up on Last of Us is the combat's a little bit better. I think in the fact that like Last of Us just is so freaking repetitive and Avengers it's repetitive, but then they also give you like these unique ways to play. And so how you play with Hulk is going to be different than how you play with Black Widow and how you play with Thor is going to be different than how you play with Iron Man. And so there's a hero to fit everybody's style. And I freaking love that. That's the one thing, like as much crap as we've given Anthem these past couple months, Mm -hmm. that was one thing I did love about that game is that every style of person was different you couldn't play you know the uh the titan the same as the i forgot what the other one is the assassin uh excal no not excalibur um god it's been forever since i played it. i don't remember the names of them but the uh quick speedy stab one i forgot oh god that was the one i made all the time um yeah should know this yeah it's been a while we all know what i'm talking about Different styles like that, I do love the games are starting to do that more because it makes the game a little more challenging and fun because it's like, all right, I'm getting bored playing with this character. I'm going to go try out this guy. So definitely like the Avengers is definitely doing that, especially for that game. Um, I called something when we were live streaming the beta, and I'm so happy that it happened. Do you, do you want me to spoil just a little tiny bit? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. So I said, this was a perfect way to introduce Ant-Man, right? Like, you totally see, yeah, Hank Pym's in the game. Now, I haven't gotten to a part yet where you can be Ant-Man. 
but I'm going on a mission to get some of his particles. So I'm hoping this means I get to be Ant-Man pretty soon. Um, but so far, because currently right now I've got unlocked Kamala, Hulk, Iron Man, Black Widow. And then I don't know if Thor is actually available for me because there, there's a piece of the story that I'm a little bit shaky on because the one thing that's, that's cool is like you can go into each of their quarter rooms or uh, their, their rooms in their Chimarca, or, uh, Chimara, which is uh, the um, uh, helicraft or helicarrier. Yeah. And Thor's room is still still locked. But I just did a whole mission with him, so I don't know if I don't know if I just haven't got past the point where he's actually on the ship yet or not. So, hmm. I was gonna say, playing the beta, Thor was probably my favorite one to play as. He was the most fun than the Hulk so far. And I love that they didn't. So they did not put in the beta a key piece of story from that. You know how you you do that opening a day scene. And you do the whole, you play with every hero thing. Yeah. There's a couple big story points that they didn't put in the beta. And I'm so glad that they didn't. Because I was like, oh, God, I got to do this mission again. Like, this was just kind of okay in the beta. Oh, no. No, it gets better. And it's <laughs> it's 100% worth another playthrough. I was I was having a great time. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to get it. It's on my list to get. But I just got to beat some other games that I've been slacking on recently finally just beat uh persona 5 royal so yay that one's out um but one other thing i want to talk to you about because i mean you and i one thing we have really in common is wrestling and well like i said we're recording this thursday people so just recently we had a very good nxt super tuesday Part two. Both of them were just and amazing. They were. I wanted your opinion on, in my opinion, the match of the night. And honestly, it's in my category so far for match of the year. Adam Cole versus Finn Balor. The right man won. Mm-hmm. You picked it. Um... You look at it and giving it to Adam Cole after we don't really know what Undisputed is doing. Mm-hmm. So if you give it to Adam Cole, it's like, okay, so we're going to get more of the UE, which I'm sure is going to be great and it'll be phenomenal. But you can only stay on top for so long and continue to be as relevant as Cole has been. So it's like a breather is worth it. A a mm-hmm. nice breather is worth it. I didn't think there was a legit shot of Ciampa or Gargano winning. I the thought, only way I would have seen Gargano winning was if uh, his wife interfered and helped out. But exactly, other than that, no. The Prince is an interesting one because he's been kind of like a John Cena in NXT, where he's been putting everybody else over, and he's been doing a great job at it. But like. Finn Balor's still one of the best talents in WWE. Vince just didn't know how to book him on the main roster. Um, and then he was just, he was also injury prone. Uh, Finn Balor winning it was the right choice. I know he's said he's probably done with the demon, but like I want to see the demon. I I want to see the demon with the title. And maybe the title is the thing that convinces Finn to bring back the demon. But, um, yeah. 
I, I, I was just so happy. That, that was a five-star match. It wasn't even a question. Oh, easily. And this is the thing, like, bringing up the demon, I'm glad you brought this up because one theory I heard that they were going to do was uh, Karrion Cross. you know, if he didn't get injured, he was supposed to hold on to the title until they started getting an actual crowd back, kind of like how AEW is starting to do right now and like how uh, NFL is going to do where it's like a small percentage of the overall capacity. But what they were going to do is have it where Balor and Karrion, you know, just had, you know, normal matches for the title, but Karrion just kept decimating him. And then finally, at like the NXT before WrestleMania, the Demon was supposed to come back, and we were supposed to get Karrion Cross versus the Demon Finn. Was the theory I heard, which I was like, oh man, I like that. that would have been good. Let me ask you this. Uh, somebody debuted on AEW last night. Yes, sir. Rusev. The Bulgarian, the Bulgarian brute. Uh, Miro, the best man. What did you think of that? The best man. I because I'm glad. I'm, I'm in that boat think... where it's like AEW just keep they're just taking all the WWE talent. Okay, cool. It's awesome that they took him. Don't get me wrong, but the problem is, is that their roster is getting too large to where some of these guys won't be able to be on shows for weeks on end. Unless they do what WWE does and have two separate brands, like have Dynamite and then, I don't know, uh, some other explosion name for a brand. Powder Keg. Yeah, (laughs) Powder Keg. That's just how I see it. I'm glad he's in there because I'd love to see him actually wrestle again because he was so incredible. So good. But one thing I'm looking forward to, speaking of AEW and Cody Rhodes, you heard about the uh, the talent show thing they're calling the Big Show, hosted by Bert Kreischer. Yeah, I did. I what do you like, think of that? Okay, that's random, but go for it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought at first when I saw the trailer, I'm like, is this going to be like a new AEW thing where they have to go through like a circus obstacle course match thing or what? And then I saw, no, it's like a talent show. Oh, cool. It's it looks interesting, I'm not gonna lie, but overall it's just like oh, this is the big news that they had. It... Okay. I I watched all out. And I and I, I try to come from a place of like I love the box, I love Omega. But like all out was just kinda eh. Eh. The mimosa match was just like Okay, you guys got on to WWE for having some dumb gimmick matches. And this is one you're going to do? Okay, well, hey, fine, whatever. Um, they had a pretty cool finish, and Orange Cassidy's hella entertaining. Um, Brody League, okay, okay. FTR, sure. I, I will never have a bad thing to say about FTR. As far as in-ring ability goes, because these two are are just absolutely insane. I mean, but... Talented individuals. Man, they can't cut a promo for shit. (laughs) I forgot about that. I just... I look at at AEW and I'm like, okay, you got Jericho, who's probably retiring within like the next year or two. I mean, if he even makes it to the end of this year. Um, Dustin Rhodes is probably on his way out within the next year or so as well. And then you have all these ex WWE guys who 
if you book them too strongly and you don't book the true independent scene, which is what AEW was built on, you're not going to be able to entice a new audience. Exactly. Um, just going to see WWE 2.0. And that's exactly. where, in my opinion, like people can argue me with this and I'll listen to their argument, but that was a problem TNA slash impact had yep. was they would take WWE's old stars and bring them there. But the problem is they literally took all the stars WWE released and just kind of screwed themselves over because you can't have all these guys win. They all can't win titles at the same time. There's only a small limited amount of titles. Right. So it's dangerous. But one thing I will admit, all out Moxley versus MJF was a really good. good match. Pretty good match. Man. MJF, dude. Who that boy, that boy got some talent. Speaking of promos, I don't, I'm going to say this right now. I think MJF, Thomas and I have talked about this every single time and we agree. MJF is probably the best heel, period, in any wrestling company. I can't think of anybody that's close to him on like the current rosters of any wrestling company. Can I give you one name? Go ahead. The Viper. Randy Orton. When Randy's able to book Randy himself, there's nobody better. I will admit, Randy is definitely there, but this is where I give MJF the lead on Randy. Is that MJF in AEW, he's allowed to say more. He's not having to be as family friendly. So he's, the leash is let go a little bit more to where he has more leeway to do what he wants and say what he wants. MJF on Twitter is just a fun thing, too. I mean, him and Renee Young or Renee Paquette got into it after. All out. I was like, yes, I'm 100% here for this. He's always in character. I've never seen him not. Um, and, we, and when you have a guy who's as dedicated as, as MJF, it's like, just makes the whole product better. Makes everything just flow a little bit easier. He's yeah. a guy you love to hate, and he's good at what he does. Exactly. It's like, okay, you know, we talk about how Corbin was just great at getting people to hate him, but he didn't have near the promo skill or the in-ring ability that MJF has. And oh, so it's like, yeah, I mean, Cor- Corbin could get on that same level of hate, but he could never get on the same level of your, his in-ring ability kind of sucked. He had, he had a basic set of skills and he had a cool finisher. Awesome. And then his promos were just, eh, when, so when it, Roman it misses. Yeah. When, when Roman's routinely schooling you on promos, there's something to be said because Roman's not yes. the strongest. There's a reason Paul Heyman's with Roman right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing like MJF is a talented on the mic, in the ring, just all around. He, in my opinion, is AEW's number one talent. Yeah. Yeah. He's until we see the cleaner. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's going to be a thing that i think will help put aew oh, back in the crazy popularity absolutely oh nick it's been forever since i've talked to you <laughs> i missed you buddy <laughs> i really miss i'm so we finally get to talk about wrestling and like wrestling as a whole and who knows maybe maybe they'll get to see live streams of some wrestling when wwe 2k battlegrounds comes out <laughs> Two weeks, something like that. Somewhere around then. 
maybe it's next week. Maybe it's next Friday. It's it's sometime soon, people. It's sometime soon. That's all we know. It's Friday. Fuck. I need to make sure I got that pre-ordered because I really want Edge. Um, and the more gameplay footage of this I'm seeing, it's the more it's like, this is the most over-the-top dumb thing ever, and I want it. I love it because it reminds me, it's like a tank version of WWE Crush Hour, which is oh, yeah. in the vehicles, and oh my god, that was, well, I mean, in my it was in my top 100 video games back in the day, oh, yeah. and even then it was just so much fun, so the fact that it's tanks now, I mean, how can you go wrong with that? I just, uh, it's going to be so over the top. And uh, there there might be a tournament in the works, ladies and gentlemen, with some other companies that I work with that uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds might be a part of. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, do you have a topic this week besides wrestling and just hanging out, having a good time? Topics, topics, topics. I mean, there's always good topics. But let me ask you this is, <clears throat> excuse me. When it comes to this whole pandemic and everything and the fact that we've been locked in, what is one, what is the one thing you have missed more than anything else? Hmm. Live music. Um, Switchfoot, of course, had another live stream this past weekend, and it was phenomenal. Um... But I miss seeing their music live and in person, and uh, I miss I miss working shows too. I mean, I've I've worked a few during the pandemic. Um, I, you know, I've gotten to work with Freaking Country on some stuff, and um, I'm 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 scheduled for a few more dates and stuff here in October, and I'm I'm, I'm excited. But um, I I miss live music more than anything. I just miss a group of people coming together. It doesn't matter. Who they are, what their background is, they're all coming together for the same reason, and that's to enjoy music and enjoy a band and sing as loud as they can and as off key as they can and <laughs> and and they just have a good time and I, I I miss that greatly. That is actually my pick too is live music. It's something I've always loved and honestly I've realized like how addicted to it I am because this is the first year in probably I think like twelve years that I have not gone to a single concert. And I mean, I've gone to the bar and there's been, you know, like the local people playing and everything, which I mean, it's nice, but it's like you said, it's not the same. You don't have that big group of people there all gathering and just for one night, everybody is family. Everybody takes care of each other. Everybody's there to have a good time. Just enjoy the music and just forget your day, whether how shitty it was or just overall, just forget it. And just for the next four to five hours, enjoy yourself. And it, it's just absolutely crazy to me that you know some of the and so, some of my favorite venues are threatening closing down too now. Um, and I'm not prepared for that. Um, you know, like permanently closing down. Yeah, like just permanently like, closing oh. down because of COVID and everything. It's like places that I that I've been a part of pretty much my whole life and in my whole career in music are, are talking about shutting down. It's just, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that this is where we're at right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I haven't, as far as I know, I haven't heard any places that are chant that has a chance of closing down here 
But if I ever hear one day that the Canes ballroom is shutting down, oh, I'll know that this is bad. This is really bad. Because that is like, out of every venue we have, honestly, in Oklahoma, Canes ballroom is like at the list for everybody as like top favorite venue. And it's just a small kind of like dance floor area. Wait, so is it, is it, please tell me it's sponsored by Raising Canes. <laughs> I wish, but no, unfortunately. You but need a the, shot, man. Yeah, I need a shot. I just need, I need that. I need a cane sauce. <laughs> oh, cane man. sauce. <laughs> That's six of but these, man. And I'm all I'm wasted. <laughs> but here's kind of to show you like how much the Canes ballroom means to people. James Hetfield, when he came down here with Metallica, their first show here was at the Canes ballroom. He went and found it and took a photo outside and he captioned it saying, Reminiscing on great memories here. That's awesome. That's when you know, like, wow, this place means a lot to a lot of people. See, there's there's two venues that are threatening to close in Kansas City, and I don't, I don't know how legit these actually are. This is just rumors I've heard. I, I haven't talked to anybody at the actual venue, so I, I could be speaking completely out of line. But uh, I've heard Uptown Theater. Um, has really? Been about it. And, and Uptown is just such a – it's an iconic venue in Kansas City, but, like, two – I look back at – so – my music career is this. I, I've been a part of a couple different companies, being either a volunteer coordinator, merch guy, uh, production. And I've been doing this since I was 16. I'm 26 now. And so I've spent almost half my life involved in music to some capacity. And the like Uptown was the first time I got to work with a band called Skillet. Um, which I, you know, as as much crap as I give them because they, they they sound the same in every single album. It's and, and my takes there. I, th- that was a night I'll never forget. I mean, just just being able to work with them and 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 see that. Um, I've worked with uh, God. I want to was it Under Oath years ago at that venue. Um, really? Yeah, and getting to do merch with them at that one. I mean, like Uptown oh, has me how they are. Oh, they're they're insane. Um, they're absolutely some of the coolest guys to work with. I I had a friend of mine who I don't know if he knew Aaron Gillespie directly, but he got me in contact with the people, and then Uptown knew me just because I'd I'd been working Christian concerts there too, and they'd asked just for hey um they they just need a merch guy for the night and they need a big name and I was like okay yeah sure cool I'll I'll do it and. Had a great time with it. The other one that's threatening to close is actually the one I did my last Kansas City concert in this year. It's Record Bar. Um, Record Bar is a really special place to me just because it's that quiet, intimate venue that, that you love to go to. And it's kind of a hole in the wall. Um Security's kind of iffy at times, but it's just it's it's just such a great venue. It's just it's a great place for music, and that's that's kind of the best way I can describe it. Um, is that these guys know how to just have great intimate nights of music and people singing their heart out and everything in one place, and it, it it's just such it's a special venue to me. And so if if either of those 
or if one of those ends up closing, like I'll be hurt for sure. Oof. That's the thing I hate is that I remember like before this COVID thing, like there were a couple venues around here that shut down and they were like not the best venues, but they were so much fun to go to because they're one of those places where there's no security, no railing between you and the stage. And it's just a nice, small, packed right. room. And sometimes those are like the best places to have shows because it's just more crowd engaging. It's so much more fun. Those are the venues. We had one in Kansas City called the Beaumont Club. Um, oh, God. I, I can tell you stories about this place. I, I, it was just it was my favorite venue in the city. Um, ironically, my favorite show there, you're going to make fun of me for this one, was seeing Al City perform there. Like really, that show, and I've seen August Burns Red there. I've seen Under Oath there. I've seen uh, Family Force Five did a show there. I've seen Made a Parade. Uh, I want to say who else got there? There's another big. Uh, no, it wasn't that. Memphis Mayfire. That was the other big one I got to see there. Really, but Al City, dude. It was like he was made for this venue. Like it was just such a cool show, and it was. The, the, I think the cooler thing was that his opening act was a guy named Coma Matthew Coma, who has since uh, he's had a group. So he's the guy who wrote the song "Clarity." You know the if our love is tragedy, why are you my clarity? He actually wrote that song. So here's the cool thing: this show that we went to. Coma comes out and he's got a full band, but then he he grabs his acoustic guitar. He's like, "Hey, do you guys mind if I, I play a song I wrote it a few nights ago?" And it's the first time uh, anybody's ever going to hear it. And we're like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, go for it!" And he played Clarity for the first time live. And then I heard Clarity on the radio like three months later, and I he worked with Zed on it, and Zed turned it into the the single that it is. But yeah, it was. It was such a cool venue and it was such a cool show and and and, and that night, man, I just one I will, I probably won't ever forget. There we go. That's what concerts all about is making great memories, and that's how you make a great memory. Music is all about people. Um, Music is a very powerful. Oh, dude, yeah, it is. And and. I, I know it's been a while since we've done a music-centric show, people. Um, we might be doing one in, in October. I, I, might, I might have one on the schedule. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, top 10 might be making its comeback um, in October, and it might be music-centric. But um, I've been kind of yeah, missing live music. has just been the hardest part of COVID. And so, like these live streams that Switchfoot does, or All Time Low did an uh, did an awesome one as well. Um, it's it's stuff you didn't think you'd have to take for granted, but now it's like, dude, every big concert I get a chance to go to, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take advantage of it. Oh yeah, there's a one thing I Thomas just told me. Uh, there's a concert that's happening. Actually, there's one that's going to be I think in uh, St. Louis, but it's supposed to be. Um, Megadeth, Lamb of God, In Flames, and Trivium. Mm. They're going there, and they're going to be in uh, Denver, Colorado, and it's not scheduled till not happening till next year. So hopefully, this has died right. down enough to where concerts will happen. Because 
that is definitely a concert I'd want to go to. But yeah, it's just this whole COVID thing. I've I've taken concerts for granted. I've taken a lot of stuff granted. And that's the best thing about yeah. this is that I mean, this COVID has made a lot of people humble. Oh yeah. It's kind of and put us in our place a, a little jackasses, bit. But, oh, it's made yeah. a lot of jackasses. <laughs> the online trolls are, have never been more of a thing than, than right now. Um, but, you know, and some of them there. have gone are going like a little overboard. Like, I hate to bring her up because I still kind of feel sorry that this happened to her. But that I can't remember her name, but that female Japanese wrestler that was literally, I think she was like twenty two. All the people yep. on social media kept like making fun of her and dissing her and doing all this, and she literally committed suicide because, I mean, you're trapped in your room, so like social media is kind of like your only frenemy at this point. Um, and just to go the, on social media and see all this hate it is like ridiculous. I mean, I have hope that music's going to come back because, like, tonight at the Chiefs game, for instance, there's going to be 16,000 people. That's going to be the single large, largest gathering in Kansas City since uh, since March. And so it's like there, there's hope to me that we can get this thing under control. I think, you know, just as a responsibility, we all need to, you know, make sure we're sanitizing our hands, wear a mask, only go out when you need to. Because um, that's the other thing I've missed, too, is just exploring Kansas City. You know, I, I moved to Kansas mm-hmm. City in March with the hope of, Hey, I'm gonna go explore. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna go try every barbecue place in the city. I'm gonna do all this, and it's like, I I drive oh, around right. quite a bit, yeah, but yeah. I haven't had a chance to explore. I forgot that you actually moved there like literally a week before this whole thing exploded. I had one weekend, and in that weekend, <laughs> it was a great weekend. I, you know, we went to a Sporting Kansas City game. It was a lot of fun, and and we did all that, and. and but and then three or four days later, the it hit Kansas City. The virus hit Kansas City. Yeah, I remember it hit you, and then I think like yeah, three days later it hit us, and then all of a sudden, bam, lockdown. And that's the crazy thing is like before this pandemic, I was kind of like, I don't want to go to Tulsa. There's nothing to do there. Now I would kill to just walk mm. around Tulsa and just explore, go to places, all this stuff. It's Making me definitely enjoy what I have more. Well, and then, like, you know, you think back to it, too. You know, in April, we were supposed to be at Planet Comic Con. We were supposed to be doing our first big... That's still... We were supposed to be doing our first big panel, (laughs) and, you know, we were were finally going to be together as a channel for the first time, Um, (laughs) which it's it's weird to think we've been doing this. In fact, people, that was the first time we were all supposed to meet face-to-face. Yep. Because it's been a year and a half... A year and a half of Lamborghini. We've never, yeah, we, we've never, we all, all four of us have never been in the same room before. It's been crazy. Um, cause yeah, I, I was supposed to be at Austin's wedding and then I had a work thing pop up right the day before. And then, yeah, we were supposed to do Planet Comic Con and then that didn't end up happening. So that's uh, just crazy. The world sucks, man. <laughs> but wear a mask, people. You know, wear a mask. It's not that hard, people. Just 15 minutes of going into a store, wear a mask. Yeah, It's not going to kill you. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, just like Kelly Clarkson says. (laughs) Just, you know, behind these hazel eyes, you're unbreakable. There we go. An inspiration for the masses. 2007 Kelly Clarkson. Yes. (laughs) The inspiration (laughs) we all need. 
before we ask three questions, we got to uh, wrap this thing up by telling you that this episode of the Layer Party Podcast is brought to you by Raise Energy. Go to repsports.com. Use the promo code LAMPARTY. You're going to save 50. 50- Teed percent off your order. That's not the five. It's not the ten. It's the fifteen percent off. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, check it out. And hey, get yourself some Baja Lime. Um, I got a shipment of Baja Lime coming in. I think tomorrow. I need to look at that because it's 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 hella good stuff, and it works better than coffee for me lately. So yeah, I've actually like this is the thing, people. I hate energy drinks. I've never been a fan of them. Monster, Red Bull. Even do you remember the uh, Hulk Hogan energy drinks? Oh God, yeah. I remember. I was like, I, Ooh, yeah, this can't I, be. This can't be the steroid he takes, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, God, this tastes like motor oil. Oh wait, that's right. He's half robot. So, but Ray's is honestly one that I enjoy. Like, it doesn't have like that normal taste that like a Monster Energy drink has or Red Bull or any of those it's not like that very what i want to say like it doesn't have that bite back that other energy drinks have that i and i hate that so i recommend to people i hate energy drinks but i love raise energy go out and, get some, and we're trying to help you out we'll give you 15 percent off people See, that covers pretty much your shipping costs, people. I mean, we're, we're pretty awesome like that. And, of course, we're sponsored by Anchor. You know about Anchor. We love them. Go to Anchor FM or download the Anchor app to get started. Nick, what have you been listening to, buddy? What have I been listening to? Well, kind of, I guess, there's always pros and cons to COVID. With, it seems like when COVID came out, a bunch of bands realized, oh, crap, well, we can't have concerts, so we need more money. A bunch of bands that I really love have actually been coming out with albums. So I've been listening to uh, the new album of From Ashes to New called Panic. Nice. Again, reason I love this band so much. They A bunch of their songs, kind of like what they sing about is stuff that has affected me in my personal life with depression, drug abuse, all this stuff. They sing about it. They let you know kind of like the feeling of going through this crap. So it's always good to listen to that just to kind of, especially in this quarantine with all the stuff going on and depression, all this stuff. They're a great band to listen to to help you get out of that, people. I'm serious. But I've been listening to them. Cedar came out with a new album, so I've been really uh, digging that, enjoying, again, every song from them. I've never heard a song that I do not like from them. That's awesome. Uh, I've been listening. Uh, of course, all time low. Um, they seem to be on my playlist every week. Uh, artist versus poet, been a big one for me this week. And then I prevail. Been listening to a lot of older I prevail. Dude, I love that band. I love them to death. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You caught me off guard with that. I did not think you would like them. I freaking love to come and get it, man. Ugh. Yeah. I love I, I love I love that band. Uh, but no, I to you my heart or uh, to you my heart. I surrender was uh, on a playlist that I made for someone recently, and I was like, man, I need to listen. I prevail more. Then I went and listened to him, and then I've also been listening to a little band called A Skylight Drive, and listening specifically to Adelphia. Oh God! Oh God! I'm gonna. How do you I'm like? Gonna look them up. How do you like high-pitched um, uh, metal? 
Now, when you, you say high pitch, are we talking like I, Coheed and Cambria style high pitch? Um, how about this? If you don't how know about... who that band is, good for you, but. <laughs> Oh, that? No, I don't mind at all. We'll get copyrighted, sure. Um, yeah, that's they're they're freaking great. Um, pretty damn, pretty damn cool. Uh, I highly recommend the album Adelphia by them. Uh, what have you been watching, yeah. good sir? Okay. Now that I've been doing a lot of because just through all this, man, like it seems like every time I come home, I just need to sleep or yeah. just lay down. I don't, I can't do anything. Like my body shuts down. So I've been watching, uh, like I said, finished finally season four of Seven Deadly Sins. Really enjoyed that. Um, started watching Blue Exorcist. I uh, caught up on Lucifer. Watching now Demon Slayer. Um, just a bunch of different movies and shows. But those are kind of like the biggies that I've been really enjoying. Nice. Very cool. Um, I'm trying to remember what I watched last night. Like I, I remember what it was. I just don't remember the <laughs> name of it. The Founder is what I watched on Netflix last night, and it's the story of um, McDonald's. So McDonald's was founded by two brothers, oh, right? Yeah. And then this guy comes in, and he wants to franchise it, and wants to do all this, and it's crazy good. I mean, Michael Keaton is phenomenal in it. Absolutely. Michael Keaton is just phenomenal in anything oh, he does. He's a freaking god, man. He's he's a great dude. He gets it. Whatever it is, he gets it. <laughs> uh, get it, got it good. Get it, got it good. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Um, what else have been watching? Uh, obviously football tonight, y'all. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Sunday morning. <laughs> I cannot wait to get my drink on at 9 a.m. while I'm making Italian beef and get ready to watch the Bears play the Lions. And there's football all day. Three out of the next five days, there's football. You get your football fixed, man. There's football. <laughs> there's. I just waited so long. And it's here. And I love you, my homes. I really do. Fuck you, Trubisky. <laughs> fuck you, Trubisky. Like, just, just, just go fuck yourself. I mean, I want you to have a good season because if you have a good season, that means that the Bears going to the playoffs. But like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a very sensitive topic, people. It's a very, very sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> just, just can't deal with it. All right. What, what have you been playing? <laughs> oh man. Uh, like I said, finally beat Persona Five Royal. Loved oh, yeah. it, enjoyed it, but yeah, just God, love that game. But it does take a lot of time to beat. Um, other than that, I've been playing a little bit of the old school Battlefront games. Forgot how amazing those games were. Um, started replaying Halo, trying to do all the uh, campaigns before the next one comes out, which I heard unfortunately got pushed back. So, see how that goes. But other than that. I haven't really been playing many video games. It's mostly just been watching TV. That's awesome, man. I've been playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Um, How is that? um, It's the best remaster I've ever played. 
Um, we'll stroll down memory lane. Oh, it's so perfect. It's just perfect. It's absolutely. So I perfect. gotta, I gotta ask this because I know they added it, or it was a DLC or something. Are you able to play as Jack Black in that, or is that is he just like a random character that shows That's a up? Great question. That I don't know the answer to. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I've been playing as Bucky Lassick. I so I've been switching between Bob Burnquist, Bucky Lassick, and Tony Hawk. Because when I have like grinding challenges, I go to Bucky. When I've got big air challenges, I go to Bob. And then if I'm just overall Tony, so it's kind of great. Check out my full review at BossRushGames.com. Um, yeah, it's 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 amazing. I freaking love it. So uh, I've been playing the Avengers, and then um, there was something I had to play for. Oh, I've been playing Mass Effect because next month on Boss Rush, it's our book club game of the month. And so uh, I've been going back through the Mass Effect stuff and, and playing a couple of those. So so I can be ready to talk about it. It's going to be fun. There you go. That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to catch us, just check us out on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We know all you Google Podcast listeners. We love you. We see you. You know, thank you for listening. We appreciate it so much. And then be sure to check out all the rest of our content here on Land Party by just clicking the like, subscribe, and follow button. All that good stuff. Catch it right here. Uh, October schedule is coming out next week. What do we got planned? What do we got up our sleeves? You'll find out. It's a pretty cool uh, Saturday lineup, though. It does kick off with audio sketch. Yes. Kicks off with audio Sweet. sketch. What's it on? I don't. I don't know yet. Do you know yet? I do, but I like to keep it a mystery. He loves the element of surprise, people. He loves it. Like I just think it'll thing. be one that everybody enjoys. So, looking forward to it. So, we know we'll have audio sketch. We know we'll have a top ten. Official what other shows? top ten. The official top ten official podcast. Why the fuck do we let Austin name things? <laughs> Um, ever, again. <laughs> ever, 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 ever again. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, season two of Trash Talk's been rolling on. Keep up with all of it. Um, we are talking a lot of MLB and a lot of NBA next week, people. So get ready for that. Plus, um, all the good uh, NFL coverage, like we always do. Um, for Nick Legit, people, I'm Lincoln Corkins. Peace. Laters, everybody. <laughs>